safety, um, what do they call them? Message or uh, PSA? Thank yeah. you. Thank you. What that voice you right there, that, that's Josh Carey. That's Lisa. Yes. Candela. Hulbert. RT. Hola. Folks, and Barbara Freund. Folks. Um, these are regulars on the show, so folks, uh, we do have a guest here. Her first appearance here at Yay. the On Air Brand Studio, Bonnie welcome. Gollum. Welcome, 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 welcome. Is this exciting for you at all? Oh, I'm thrilled. Yeah, she. she <laughs> right, I don't know Bonnie. what I just got into. For anyone sure, who's listening great. and wondering what happened here, Bonnie looked at me right when the red light was turning on to go live. She's like, "Is this going live?" I'm like, "Yes, we're going live." <laughs> I'm sorry, you didn't sign your waiver before you walked in. But welcome. Thank you. It's, it's good to have you. Bonnie is a lawyer in the real estate space. We're going to get into her story. It's really exciting. Awesome. Um, because we don't often get to talk to cool lawyers um, on the show. It's happened on occasion. There's a few of us out there. There's a few. <laughs> but, you know, lawyers usually tend to, you know, have suits on and not be cool, hip and young and, um, you know, full of stuff. I don't want to insult any lawyers out there, but they there's one right next blush. door. <laughs> the one next door loves to sing in the shower. That's what I like to say. Dwayne, if you're listening to this show, we're moving studios because of you. <laughs> <laughs> He's got he, a shower he's in there? Si no, but it's like <laughs> I know. he does. I was like, how does he know that? <laughs> it's like he does. He's, he's very loud. It's um, like he does. <laughs> <laughs> but um, folks, thank you for tuning in again um we are here at the hive in trenton new jersey a wonderful co-working space with my lovely amazingly brilliant partners chad gallagher and matt faircloth so look out for that at uh, thehiveoffice.com where we entrepreneurs love to collect and share and um, commiserate over things in business and life so check us out be a part of the family come on in doors always open on wednesdays and um we'd love to meet you and 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 talk so we have a lot of things going on wow um and we don't know where to focus that's really maybe topic could be focus but mm. another topic i'd like to uh to to, to, to focus take on, on and focus on barbara's on a wireless mic <laughs> yeah. <so> wireless. <laughs> holding it at the ready holding a wireless yeah. mic when, whenever she's good. got something to say throw there. that at somebody i think but lisa you had an idea here you wanted well, to well can yeah. i let's step back one just yeah. let bonnie introduce herself a little bit just yes. um before we jump into it so we we can kind of know your context the context that we're good idea talking to you in um and some of your background Sure, absolutely. So my name is Bonnie Gallum. I have my own law practice based out of Haddonfield, New Jersey, serving predominantly real estate investors who are located either southern New Jersey, eastern Pennsylvania. I'm licensed in both states, but that just seems to be where my clients come from. Uh, my husband and I are real estate investors ourselves, and we kind of got to the point where I was just like, I could do this better than the attorneys were paying to hire. So about 11 months ago, I went out, hung my own shingle, and it's been the greatest decision I've ever made. Um, so I'm happy to talk law, no free legal advice, but okay. <laughs> entrepreneurship, the ups and downs. I mean, yes, I'm a lawyer, but I deal with all the trials and tribulations that, you know, any, I'll say brick and mortar business, um, even online business goes through. I love hearing about entrepreneurs who have a similar story in that when I hear they will interact with someone or something and say, I can do that better. And then that brings them on the path. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've, I've always had this little entrepreneurship streak. My dad was a CPA. He had his own practice growing up. And I just, I remember the interactions he had with his clients, the building the book of business. And I, when I was in law school, I knew I wanted to do that as well. I wasn't sure exactly when or what that path may look like. Um, but I feel pretty good about the path I'm on right now. 
what were you what type of law were you doing before in a in a practice or corporate or? i had um bounced around a little bit right after law school i clerked for a few judges in camden county then i was in a medium-sized insurance defense firm for a few months was not a fan of that work uh had a friend at the prosecutor's office mm -hmm. in burlington county was like we're hiring and i'm like that sounds like fun um so i did that for a few years and was during it fun <laughs> so, it was okay. fun it was probably still is probably the most fun job i've wow. ever had the people i've worked it's a very young office if you're looking to get your feet wet as an attorney young with trial experience there's probably no better place than a prosecutor or da's office um but after i had my son i realized that being a trial attorney is really hard as a mom and i respect the hell out of women who can do that or just any parent that can do that um, but I also kind of saw, I'm like, well, I think this may be my cue to start thinking about leaving and kind of carving my own path, which I would say I probably work more now <laughs> than I did then, but it doesn't have to be between nine and five, right. which is nice. Um, so yeah, that's how I kind of ended up here. And then during my time post law school, I'd say was when we were really building out our personal investments. And so seeing those legal issues kind of come up and being on the back end of them, which was frustrating, <laughs> not being able to be the front end attorney on the deals. So I, I like that I can now kind of be in-house counsel for our own companies, but also be able to help other investors. Right, you're in control of your destiny. Absolutely. Much more so. And, and that much satisfies more. my inner control freak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have one of those? Yes, do you too? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. It's, it's there. It's always great to, um, you know, meet lawyers who invest in real estate and understand that space because same thing with CPAs or financial advisors, you know, you always want to find people that understand what you're doing and can align with your goals and, um, you know, not, you know, steer you down the wrong path or offer you advice that doesn't necessarily work with your goals. So yeah, I, I applaud you for, for getting into it and, and, and doing what you and your, your family are doing. And, um, I think it was definitely the right move because we've all done it. You know, we've all, sort of taking that leap of faith and you know. we could even segue what you just said yes. into Boom. the on air right here bro right here <laughs> Boom. i mean Boom. that's how that's what i think brought us together a similar yeah. vision an idea a style and before we went on the air what you were talking about the things that were just going on in your life and yeah. in your world and in your business and how we all came together to sort of support that. But everything you just said about finding the people, yeah. that's this, that's life, that's business, that's right. entrepreneurship, that's everything we're doing. Absolutely. That's on-air brands. Yes. Go. Right? It Boom. really is. How cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's good. And then um, it's I'm, I'm very emotional lately. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> But um, I'll figure it out. Yeah, help me figure it out. That's Josh what we Karen. have. Jo Josh is going to stand because up. <laughs> I, last week, I blamed it on the lack of sleep. Right, right. right. And um, I've gotten plenty of sleep lately, and I'm still like what you is showed me a of quote. Sleep? Plenty of sleep. Uh, eight hours, seven, okay. eight hours, seven plus. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I say anywhere between six amount. and eight. Yeah, so no, that's yeah. six and eight is yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but um, you showed me a quote, <laughs> and I got you. I'm like, I'm going to lose it. And I'm like. <laughs> I'm going to cry right here. It was well, Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah. It was Willy Wonka. Can you tell us the quote really quickly? Well, first of all, what better quote than yeah. Willy Wonka yes. if you right. want to be literal? And I and think this is We're not, not talking about the Johnny Depp version. I was no. going to I was going to say we're not talking about the Johnny Depp version and I think this is not the first time we've brought Willy Wonka into the show. Yeah. Yeah. We should have a yeah, give us a quote while he looks for that. Um, I know so, you also wanted to talk about something, well, Josh. So, right. So, and it kind of is a good segue, too, because um, Josh had a post on his social media page. I'm sure he'll tell you what that is. So everyone can like it. It's on Facebook. Um, on Facebook. And it, it 
talked about a song that he likes, Killing Me Softly, and there's the there's more than one version of it and how, you know, someone can take the original of something and make it their own and it's still just as good. And then I said, well, you know, that's just like the the song Walk This Way that Aerosmith did years ago. And then Run DMC did another version. They're both amazing songs, totally different, different genres. And what does that mean? I'll let you explain a little bit more Wait, as... Before he does, because yeah. that's his post and he, he won't forget it, but I'll forget this thought if I right. don't get it out, um, is the mutual benefit that happened. So Aerosmith, if I don't know if people remember at the time, um, they were out. They were done. Nobody was listening to them anymore until Run DMC brought what them back to relevance. It was the mid to late not 80s. 80s. Not early 90s. Okay, because you're yeah. saying at that point they peaked in the they 70s. And exactly, they Steven hadn't had Tyler, a number one right. hit. Wow. Um, they were sort of struggling. And then Run DMC covered them and incorporated them into the song. It wasn't just a That's cover. Right, the video. Yeah. They yeah. were yeah. in the video. Yeah. It was yeah. during the video days. Yeah. And they exploded. And Aerosmith today is still relevant because of Run DMC. And in the 90s, they had a resurgence. That's when people yeah, like us Start. discovered yes. them. It was yeah. like, well, they're loving an elevator. Exactly. That's <laughs> you. All that stuff may not have existed. And the same it's thing true, with um, so Lauren Hill's cover. Yeah, the well. Fugees covered Killing Me Softly. Who was listening to Killing Me Softly? <laughs> all of a sudden, people are going yeah. back to the Roberta yeah. Flack version. And, I know. Right? Everybody benefits. And all of a sudden, everything surges. All the records get bought again. And yeah, it's a cool thing. But anyway, yes. Where are we going? With your thing. Why did you post that? Did what you was your yeah. Do we so, want to close the loop of the uh, quote yes. yet? Or? Yes. We're very unfocused today, Bonnie. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. That's this right. is This is the dynamic of the group. Or thing. are we actually very focused? Yeah. Yes. I'm not sure. I'm following. We're good. You're following. Yeah. Okay, She's good. tracking. So I found a quote online. Uh, I, I mean, I found an article that talks about the quote. And funny enough, tell you us first of all, it. ironically. I'm, I'm, no, I'm going to cry if I read that. You read it. <laughs> Okay. Here. So uh, oh, funny enough, it. it's okay. a it, it's an article on Medium written by James Altucher, oh. where you know we I, ca I call him Jimmy. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have a good. Uh, we know him. He's right. in our he's in our circle, but um, but does he know us? Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I no, talk about him, him, Josh teases me. He's like, "Oh yeah, Jimmy," because I pretend yeah. that I'm close to him. But. Well, you know, we love James. Uh, great guy. If you don't know James Altucher, follow James Altucher. Yes, please. He's, he's, he's brilliant. He's a brilliant mind. That's, that's for sure. So I found this article written by him that, that talks about the quote that was relevant to you, almost in tears, saying, my life is so good. Yeah. <laughs> is that it's what I good. said? Well, that's that's what I heard. That was yes. the vibe. Okay. There's so yeah. many good things right. happening. Yeah. And I feel the peep, uh, the, everyone around me lifting me up to a new mm. level. Right, right. And I, and and it frightens me. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it, could, it could be scary, but in a good way. Yeah, good And way. then I good said, stuff. I think there's a Willy Wonka quote to that end. And it's... And it is, Willy Wonka says, but Charlie, don't forget what happened to the man who suddenly got everything he wanted. And Charlie says, what happened? And Willy Wonka says, he lived happily ever after. <laughs> so what do we make of that quote? What does it mean? What's it saying? <laughs> I, I can't even talk about it. You guys go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what is the quote I Still saying? got emotional. I think that the quote is saying, also, be careful what you wish for, but don't. Be careful what you wish for because it might come true, right? That right. whole thing. But uh, remember what happened to the boy who got everything he, what was it that, that he, that wished, he, wished, he for, wished for? He lived happily ever after. Yeah. What so is it saying? What's, it's okay. What's the, I yeah, think it's, it's okay saying it's okay. It's okay to be, okay. Overwhelmed. It's okay okay to be fearful. Yeah. But 
you did it's ask part of the for process. it and it is all good and like yeah. that fear is okay. Yeah, I don't think. forget what happened to the man who suddenly got everything he always wanted. He lived happily ever after. So that's saying that you can and will live happily ever after. Yeah. It doesn't all have to come crashing down like people right. are happy. You don't and have you to be, be fearful of, of success yeah. or feel fearful of achieving your goals. Um, because it's all good. Yeah, but and I think it's also saying that when you do reach that, enjoy it. Like, don't sit there yes. and wait for, like, the, the, next. the next bad thing to happen. I love yes. Revel yeah. in that success. Now, this is not a movie for a 10-year-old boy, because when I watched this at 10, do you think I had any idea what this <laughs> meant? No. No, no right? No. There's no. some deep meaning in this. Now, there as really an adult, is. you're like, oh. Yeah, you're right. It's not for a child. should revisit that movie. <laughs> it is deep. And, and that psychedelic scene that everybody sort of jokes about now. What, good day, sir? No, no. The site, oh. When he's going through the tunnel and there's all the oh, lights. All the and they're like collided, oh. It's very trippy. Okay. It's like, yeah. It's yeah. like being on LSD without taking LSD. Wow. Yeah. It, it was ahead of its time, that, that, that movie. So. Yeah. Many levels. Yeah. I love the song that he sings in the beginning. Um, oh, Imagination, yeah. it's called. Yeah. 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 It's beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful movie. And look, there were two versions of that movie, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ha-ha! But it had the opposite <laughs> effect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's something good. <laughs> Johnny Depp's great, but yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah, there's choices on those things. Yeah, and I don't know why they they remade that movie, but who knows? It's a cash grab. That's just what all of Hollywood's doing right now, I yeah. think. It's just all those remakes. It's right. Lack of creativity right. and nostalgia play. It's taking advantage of our childhood and sucking more dollars out of us. Because we buy it. I buy it. I might take my kids to it, you know? So to so to that thought of re redoing something, remaking something, taking what someone else has done and making it, you, you know, and making it in your version. Yeah. What what does that tell us? What does that mean? Well, I think um, a lot of entrepreneurs have this either conscious or subconscious feeling that well, I want to do this. I want to say this. I want to be this. Oh, but it's already been done. Somebody else already did it. Well, yeah, nothing new is really coming out. But what is new is your own take, your own spin your on it. Of it. Right, your, right. your interpretation. And the example I gave in the post was take my podcast, for example, The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. At its core, it's a business interview show. The very popular category. I mean, you're in it. Right. Yeah. So at its, but our shows are very different, and we have a different spin. Mm. I mean, you interview entrepreneurs. We even have the same word out of the two words. Right. That we yes. Use. Right. And sometimes we even have the same guest. Right. Uh, you know, the guest just doesn't do that's one right. show, and that's it. So don't be afraid to think, oh well, this topic, this theme, this idea has already been done. That is actually a good validation that it's needed and relevant, and that there's an audience for it. Have confidence and knowledge to bring yourself to it your quirks your persona your style your personality to it and make it your own that's what 100%. people are going to buy into yeah. your voice your voice your Absolutely. voice right? bring your voice to and it and your unique superpower we're often talking about superpowers on the show um and in life you you leveraging what you're really good at and what gary v always says you know double down on your strengths love it um that is really where you stand out amongst the crowd so like for instance i'll give an example and then i'm going to throw it to bonnie here too is um, when I first started a couple of years ago, my creative agency, um, it was going to be a social media marketing. It was going to be logos, branding, website, right? Typical stuff. And I remember thinking within my networking and coaching uh, for my coaches, you know, I was like, how am I going to stand out? It seems like social media marketing is the new MLM. 
right? Everyone's doing it. Every 20 something, every 30 something is starting a social media marketing agency. I kept at it. I kept doing it. I kept get cl getting clients, but then look what happened as you folks and you on air brands team know what we do is unique. There isn't anyone doing what we're doing. Nobody's doing, you know, podcast productions at a clip like we're doing. No one's doing live streaming events at all. When we go to events, we're the only ones doing it. No one's doing a uh, huge podcasting events in the real estate investing space. We're doing unique things. And all that happened because I said, you know what, I'm going to create, create an agency that does social media marketing, even though everyone's doing it. And I put my own specific unique twist because of what I knew I was good at. And it just, just took it as it came. I mean, so, so Bonnie, is there something in your world and in your industry in your space where you're like, yeah, there's a billion lawyers out there doing this in real estate. But is there something that you knew that's okay, it's unique. This is my thing. I'm going to do my thing. And this is going to have, I'm going to stand out because of these things. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I recently heard something about being an inch wide, but a mile deep. And so that's what I try to be. I mean, when I launched my practice, I realized I'm on Kings Highway in Haddonfield. I think per capita, there's more lawyers on that block than anywhere else in the state of New Jersey. I wow. can't walk down the street without tripping over. So, I mean, talk about a crowded space. It is geographically a crowded space. Um, and just market wise, it's crowded. There's just a lot of lawyers. We all know a lawyer and we all think we can do everything. And so I realized I'm going to go out there and niche myself. I'm going to speak to the real estate investors. I don't want to just speak to, do I have clients that are, you know, buying their first home? Yeah. But that's not who my marketing is to. My marketing is to other real estate investors because that's who I want to know, like, and trust me. And that's who I feel that I understand at the highest level and can provide the highest value towards because I do have that background experience of my own personal experience. And that's what I look for in other service providers um, that I work with and refer my clients to as well. And so I think another part of it is just listening to your clients. What do they want? And so part of that has been, I found that my clients don't always want to meet with me. That's fine. That's just as well. I'll pay for a Zoom membership. Let's get on Zoom and let's talk that way. Let's, you know, collaborate digitally um, because that's just where my clients are. And so I think a lot of it is just pivoting and listening to what your clients want and where their needs are. It's not about what my needs are. It's about what their needs are. And so how can I can best serve them? Meeting your clients and or audience and or industry and or community where they are is so right. important, so vital and such a um, such a thing that not every entrepreneur does. Yeah. And I, I think part of it is just I'm constantly asking for feedback. I want to I'm testing and if things aren't moving, we're pivoting and uh, asking for feedback, even if it's bad feedback. I want to know that Absolutely. I would rather know that and be able to prevent that in the future than be you know, out there thinking that my idea is the highest and greatest thing in the world, which it's not. I know from a lawyer that's, that sounds shocking that, <laughs> <laughs> that we have these egos, but it, it's the absolute truth that, I mean, I'm only as good as what my clients perceive me to be. Awesome. Asking for feedback and accepting and being ready for negative feedback is such a mature place to be, not an easy place to be in your life and your business, but so valuable. How do you, how do you get there? What needs to be in place? I think not taking it personally um, and just knowing that the feedback is there for me to grow. I think the hardest thing for me to deal with at this point has been um, delegation and just the lack of control and then go again going back to that inner control freak that there's certain things that just right now 
I know, particularly from a customer service perspective, that's something that I'm just struggling with as a growing entrepreneur. There's just not enough time in the day, per- particularly before like appropriate hours to return phone calls back that I just, I can't stay on top of it in the, in the way that I would like to. I want all of these touch points. I want like Ritz Carlton level customer service, but I'm a two woman show. And so being able to get those systems and processes up in place just to get that rocking and rolling and to know that those touch points are always gonna happen, it's, it's hard because at the end of the day, I'm the lawyer, I'm, I'm also the practitioner, um, but it, it's, it's happening. I feel good, Every, I know I'm moving in the right direction, but it's, it's a process and it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, I want this to happen like this. And so I can decide that can happen, but I need to train people, I need to put those, document those systems and processes so that way there's a constant deliverable. Yeah, absolutely. It's powerful stuff, good stuff. Um, uh, you're, you're looking at me like you want me to add something. No, I, I could I could go on. But yeah, <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's uh, that's why I'm I'm glad Bonnie's here and I'm glad yeah. she she agreed to come on the show because, you know, having business owners and entrepreneurs, she, uh, the wonderful thing here, folks, anyone who's listening and everyone who's watching is you see a commonality in language, you see a commonality in culture, you see the very similar people saying and doing and, and, and surrounding themselves with people that are doing the same things. And it's confirmation that we're all in this together. We're all doing the right thing because we're all, and I'm talking like Josh Carrier here, you hear the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like, you're it, running it, off on us. I, Josh. I love it. it because, um, y- you know, you're, you're here now. It's like family. We're all here together and we're here to help each other. And it's all about how can I help you? How can I provide value in your life? How can I learn from this situation? How can I be more self-aware? I'm never going to get there because I'm always learning. I'm always achieving and I'm always trying to get to the next goal, the next level. So whenever you talk to people that are the same as and like-minded as yourself, um, it's just refreshing, right? So that's all I had to add. Did you have a key question you, you were? You talk like me now. Talking threes. Come on. If you listen to Josh Carey's Hidden Entrepreneur um, for any length of time, even if it's one episode, listen to my episode, by the way, episode 113. Correct. Um, I remember that because I'm not a big fan of the number 13, but thank you for having me on your show. But that's probably um, why you remember it because it yeah. was Oh, you're right. You're right. I probably wouldn't have remembered 114. Right. But um, <laughs> whoever that guest was, there was not, <laughs> go, to, go to my guest. But um, it, it, if you listen to him and his cadence, it I'm a, I'm a mimic around anyone, like mm. just, uh, physically, vocally, everything. If I'm talking to you, I will mirror and match. And um, when I hang out with Josh and ask Jake <laughs> and behind the scenes, just for half a day, I'm walking out of here talking like Josh. Carrie, the <laughs> very clear. <laughs> I think I've made this reference before. It's like you're you're almost painting me like like Christopher Walken. He's got a very oh, specific. Oh, are you? Uh, if you could talk like him, that would make my day. Well, I can't. Oh, that was yeah. close enough. Yeah. Oh, it, it's yeah. It's channeling, you're channeling. I like it. Yeah. Who, who doesn't want it. to talk like Christopher Walken? Yeah. Yeah. We all, don't we all? Sure. But um, do you have anything to add, Barbara, Lisa, to that? Well, I think what, what you were saying is, is totally on target. I mean, that's, um, you know, d- to you, you're putting yourself, first of all, you're putting yourself out there. So any entrepreneur is putting themselves out there and trying to find the best version of what they can do uh, in that space, whatever space they're working on. So whether it's an attorney, a realtor, 
um, you know, entre- just podcasting, whatever it is, you're you're trying to fill that space with your version, your best version of yourself and of of what the you hope the marketplace or your customer is expecting. And I think you know that's not easy. It's not easy to and and like to what we were talking about with Eric is there's a fear factor there because once you put put that out there like you said now you there's not enough time in your day that means that it you know you're doing business you're growing and that's kind of like sometimes you take a step back and you say wow okay like what I'm I'm on I've hit on something I'm on target I'm trying to be the best version of myself and it and people are gravitating towards that and wanting to you know, help me grow my business and, and grow what I'm doing. That is, a, it's it's kind of a fascinating phenomenon because like to the quote, be careful what you wish for, yeah. you might actually get it. Yeah. And, and you might enjoy it. Things where it's, it's like a good problem, but it's still a problem right. in, a, in a lot of ways that is still, I have to grow and adjust and I'm like, do I need to make another hire? Do I have to, you know, keep changing? And it's one of those things where it's like, do you put, you know, what's the cart before the horse? And yeah. it's... It's a good problem, but it's still a problem. And that's how I explain it to a lot of people. Exactly. So to both of your points here, and I want to add to that is um, I was talking to someone, brilliant person I was telling you, Lisa, Mm. yesterday I was talking to, and I was telling her everything that's happening in my life. And, you know, we were sharing, you know, uh, each other's stories. And um, she said, I noticed people like you, and I noticed people who have a lot on their plates tend to be able to take more onto their plate. Whereas people who don't, right, the opposite, they don't want anything. They don't want to do, they don't want to do more. They just like, keep it off. I just want to keep my life simple. I don't want to take risks. I don't want to do. So she said, you're doing it and you're figuring it out. Keep doing it. Right. So like, like Bonnie's saying, you get to a breaking point and you get to a, a point in your business or in your life where you're like, okay, I want to take on more. What do I need to do? What are the steps and actions I need to take in order to do more? Well, maybe that is a hire. Maybe it's two hires. Maybe it's a VA. Maybe it's more systems and processes. Maybe it's more you, tools that you need to discover to make it more efficient so you can take on the work. And that's what we're constantly doing here at On Air is we're always trying to figure out how the heck are we going to keep scaling? Because we're scaling and scaling and scaling and trying to figure out the next step. Yeah. Who do we need to bring on? Who do we need? What do we need to do in order to, to keep growing? Because like that Jim Rohn saying, you know, the lobster is trying. I'm going to butcher this. Can you look it up? Um, <laughs> it's like the lobster. Lobsters as they Someone James Altucher has to say. Get him on the horn. Get Jimmy on the horn. Um, he uh, he said basically he as said, <laughs> as lobsters grow, they hide right. They go under a, a rock and they shed their shells and until because they're very vulnerable. So, but they have it, it's uncomfortable. It gets to the point where they're so uncomfortable they have to shed and and, and grow a new shell. And, and if they don't do that, they won't grow. They they won't ever continue to grow. But it's uncomfortable and it's necessary. And that's what we do as people as in our life and in our business. It's getting yourself in uncomfortable situations. I'm always pushing Barbara. I'm like, I know this makes you uncomfortable. Do it, right? And I feel and like I'm definitely the lobster that's like hiding. And I'm like, I'm just not gonna molt. I'm just put gonna your shell stay on. here. <laughs> I'm peeking under the rock going, come on, man, it's yeah, safe. Yeah, someone who can relate to the entrepreneurial of um, the spirit of changing and growing. I too am a 
control freak and I'm a perfectionist. So I feel myself getting overwhelmed with the decision making process where it's like, there are so many options. You can hire, you can delegate, you can find a person in the Philippines to handle it. What's the best choice? That's what I definitely struggle with because of the control freak and the best the choice on is top of it choice correct like yes making, uh, making the decision i was yes. just doing it perfect i mean i'm a lawyer i am per paid to be someone else's perfectionist mm -hmm. and so to get over that in my own business has been such a struggle i mean i remember you know what's one negative thing you would say about yourself during a job interview and like i would honestly say perfectionism like because yeah. it can be Getting in your crippling head it. it can yeah. absolutely be crippling That's but true. I'm on my way up here. I was listening to Marie Forleo's yeah. new book, Everything is Figuratable. And what oh, you were just telling okay. me yeah, was you were just cool. talking yeah. about that. Yeah. I just liked her on social media. And it's like, great. what a good. Did you just discover her? Oh, you yeah. always know No, her. just discovered her. No, she's, she's big. Yeah. Yeah, she, see the universe? Yeah. Yes. We were just been talking Literally, yes. And I'm feeling like I probably need so this. Let me hear about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, follow <laughs> her if you don't already. She'd be good for you. Okay. Marie Forleo, yeah. Yeah. She'd be good for her, right? Yes. Yeah. Do it. Go ahead. But what was the thought? But her book, her new book that just came out is called Everything is Figuratable. She's like, that's basically my entrepreneurship mantra. And I'm like, that is the entrepreneurship mantra. Because if you don't have that, if you don't fundamentally believe right. that, like you'll just quit. Um, and because the reality, the you'll hide under the rock, you'll be that scared lobster. But I mean, the reality it. is like, no offense to what any of us are doing, but like, we're not solving world peace. Like right. what we yeah. are doing is figure outable. I mean, we, you may, may make a mistake and it may cost money and it may cost time, but like, that's it. It's yeah. not brain surgery. Yeah. It's not, you know, like life, life literally death. life or death. Yeah. But, right. but here's the thing though. It kind of is. But to us, it is. Because if you think about the ripple effect yes, of life, Ooh. if you didn't exist, I okay. always remind myself of It's a Wonderful Life. I, yeah, right? go ahead. I always, remind, I always think of myself, if I was, um, his, uh, why am I having a brain, um, I'm, I'm pausing here. Jimmy Stewart? No, his his character's name. Um, oh. Bailey? Uh, yeah, yeah, George Bailey. George yeah. Bailey. I always tell this, and I even told Matt, like, think about if you didn't exist, what would happen in the world? So w I did it to Liz, too, so when true. she was here, his wife. I said, if you didn't exist, I wouldn't be here right now. Not that you birthed me, but <laughs> I wouldn't be a real estate investor, right? I wouldn't be here in a studio in Trenton, New Jersey, and I think hundreds, maybe thousands of people wouldn't be yes. investing in New Jersey right now. If I wouldn't be here, here because I'm, right. you know, because right? of her connection Think with about Matt the ripple effect. That, yeah. Every decision you've yeah. made, every person you've touched in life, even if it's a small conversation, especially with clients, you know, we have direct impact on their lives and in their business. So think about like how that affects everything. And yes, it could be life. It could be death. Mm -hmm. It could be things um, way beyond what we could ever imagine. I love that whole concept of uh, not only if we didn't exist, but peeling it back to what actually got me here mm -hmm. and the the odds of this moment and therefore any moment existing are a, a trillion times a trillion to one that they shouldn't have happened because I'm only here because of our meeting at Podcast Row, but I have my own story that Podcast Row practically shouldn't have even happened for me. Like it was just a passing moment that I saw happening and I, I grabbed it Same really. <laughs> and, and, and like, what wow. if I didn't? What if I wasn't looking then? What if I didn't care? What if I was in a bad mood? What if any number of other things? This would have happened so i don't know take that yeah. and run yeah. so what you said too, be in the moment yeah it's, right I think so it's... that was a moment for you and you were in the moment you know like a, a moment of growth 
And that's something and else you, I'm, I'm, I'm discovering right now as a person, as an entrepreneur who just wants to succeed and, and, and uh, live that Willy Wonka quote, the, you know, wanting everything you get, you live happily ever after. Um, I, I feel that now it's all about uh, not only observing and looking and watching for every single opportunity, but approach it and put yourself right. in front of that opportunity, reach out, make right. the call, send the email as often as possible. Right. Because then, then enough things start to happen. But if you don't do that, nothing's going to happen. Mm. Barbara. Beautiful. Yeah. Make the decision. Stop it. Well, yeah. <laughs> do it. You had something to add to that. I saw you say something, Bonnie. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You put the period on it, Josh. Yeah, no, that was a beautiful. Yeah. Right? That, was, that was that was excellent. I mean, it's it's um it comes full circle. So that was an excellent post. And what what the uh, my my question at that moment was, what made you? Were you just listening to the song? Were you really thinking more business wise, and you were trying to make a point because you mentioned someone in that post? Yeah. It, what it, drove you to? Put it on paper. It's so funny because who who knows what what sparked? Because um, every morning when I leave my house, I have a thirty five to forty minute commute to my office, and I all, all almost always listen to an audible book, right? Okay. Uh, and I'm listening, but that morning when I pulled out of my driveway, I wasn't inspired to listen to any audio book. Um, for some reason, I was like. I'm, I'm in a mood. I want to, I want to blast killing me softly. How often do you, <laughs> right? Which version? <laughs> well, well, that was the thing. I was like, I'm, I'm going to start, I'm going to start with the, uh, Fuji's mm -hmm. right. And then go from there. And then I'm going to want to hear different. So I spent 40 minutes listening to different version, different version, different version, blasting it. And I still, because I did it for like pr probably two days, even today I'm waking up and now I'm hearing the lyrics in my head and I'm like, Oh boy, it's there. It's still there. Like I'm still hearing the ring. But, um, so as I was driving that morning, I thought about the idea that there are all these different versions. And then it just led me to saying, Hey, it's like business, you know, right. put your own spin on things. And I'm like, I'm going to post about that. How did you find the girl that singing in that post though? Well, uh, like I mentioned, uh, when you, I, I use Spotify often for that. So when I just put in killing me softly, it'll show you like a dozen different versions of it and I'll listen to all of them. And, just, and she was one of them. She was one of them. And I got the chills and I'm like, what a powerful, I love, I, I love talent. I love creativity. Right. And so if something, if I'm just like, yes, if, yeah. if it gives me the chills, I'm like, this is one. I, and then I just went to uh, the internet and found the video of her doing it. And yeah. Yeah. So cool. I yeah. love that. That was great. I think it was very, it was very appropriate. You know, sometimes, and that's why one of the things I love about social media, sometimes I don't care that you're in the supermarket or whatever you're doing, you know, but then you see something like your post and it makes you think. And I like that. I think that was, it was very appropriate. Well, what's so interesting is from a, from a creator's point of view, right? Like we all are at some point when we're posting, Aside from, you know, the comments we get, we don't really know right. what people are thinking, how and where they're seeing it, what their frame of mind is. Are they just like, yeah, whatever, like the picture? Or are they like, yo, this is kind of like changing rock in my world right now, mm -hmm. or this is changing my life? That happens without our real knowledge because yeah. people, those people might not even click a like button yet alone comment, tell you. Yeah. right, and ever tell you, but you very well may be really changing somebody's perception of their world right now. This is good. I like this. I want to go here for a second. Go there. So I was talking to Barbara last night. Yes, this Barbara right here. 
And, well, um, is there any other? <laughs> there is no other. <laughs> Only but one. And Streisand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Her too. Yeah, there's a lot of barbers, yeah. actually. But um, she, we were talking about, like, fandom. And, like, she's like, is it weird that I'm not a fan of anyone? You know, because, like... I didn't we're, mean it like But that. I know. But you, were, we were kind of going there. And then I was like, well... I know you, and you don't really dive deep into a lot of people's content, even her own. She was a guest on my show. She's have you ever no, listened to the episode? Never. See there, she's never. never listened to her own episode. <laughs> really? Never. So, so, okay. so then, so did you watch video? the video from last week? So of no, the show? no, no, one hundred percent no. So okay, no, we're <laughs> gonna we're gonna peel these yeah, layers okay. back yeah. maybe now or later. Right. Yeah, come on. Um, so, so she, so I said, first of all, you can't be a fan of anyone if you're not a, familiar with and appreciating and loving what they're putting out there. So I'm like, what are you listening to? What are you reading? What are you paying attention to? So here's a cool example. The word fan has been redefined today because of social media. So mm. for example, Donnie Zolden, who owns Stand Up New York, a good friend of Josh and, and mine. And you know, this guy is m multiple businesses, crushing life. It's, it's, it's beautiful that we're even in his circle. I brought my wife to Stand Up New York. We were there, we were going to watch, I think it was Jim Gaffigan. And she was having a conversation without me. I saw them talking. And later when we got home, she said, you know, Donnie said to me, I'm like, what? She said, he said, he's a fan of yours. Mm. And then that's what twisted the definition to me. Because I'm like, wait a minute. Fan isn't necessarily, because we associate that with a negative thing, right? You're in the stands, you're watching the field, and those are the players. But no, fan is actually someone who's actually likes your content, who's actually paying attention to it, appreciates it, incorporates it. It interacts with it, right? So that is kind of what a fan means now. So when Barbara and you and I are talking, I didn't really get to expand on it, but this is what I was saying is like, you can be a fan. Like, obviously, Lisa is a fan of Josh, but meanwhile, she's they're sitting right next to each <laughs> yeah. other, right? Appreciate so fan is different work. now yeah. because a fan usually means there's an arm's length, there's a, a football length, there's something where you can't touch that person. Yeah. Now you can actually be a fan of someone and be in their circle and sit next to them and interact with them and work with them. Mm -hmm. I need clarity yeah. on something, though. Yeah. You said that fan, typically, in your view, has a negative connotation. Fanatic. The word fanatic. Yeah. That I understand. That's where it comes I from. It's like, like the Beatles. Like, yeah. Exactly. Crazy. Like, exactly. Right. That's Beatles. exactly what I said last right. night. I was like, there's just nobody that I would be like, oh, my God. Yeah. No, but like, fan is different. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a okay. different definition now. Okay. You can just love and appreciate someone for what they're putting out there well, because they're, put they're putting themselves out there. Your clients are fans of, of yours well, I was because thinking, they engage I you for your business. I'm a fan of a lot of people then. Yeah. Not like fanatic about anybody. Yeah, see? Right. So that's what it is. I think we just uh, have to spin the word. It's also know? a great compliment. You must have felt great when I did. you heard it, somebody's I, a fan of yours. It's like, right. oh, thank you. Well, th then it started to get me to use the word differently. So now I start to say, I'm a fan of yours. I'm a fan of yours because that is a compliment. It is. Yeah. People it's appreciate it. It's a huge it. compliment. Yeah. 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 Because we're all social create. We're all creating content. We're all putting ourselves out there as business owners now. Um, you want to know that what you're doing is, is, the, is, is adding value. You want right. to know what you're doing is the right thing and you're helping and you're inspiring. And to get that mm. feedback from someone to say, I am a fan of yours, that's huge. It could also be applied to like, I don't see your, I mean, we're relatively new to each other. It's true. Right. And I still don't, I, I don't see you putting out a, a, a lot of content, whether you do or don't, it's not on my radar. So mm -hmm. I don't have that level of fan, but I can say, mean, and appreciate you know what? I like you. I'm a fan of yours as a person. Right. And yeah. still be appropriate and applicable. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to be 
a social media maven or a creator of sorts. But right? yeah, you just yeah, be a good person and have somebody right. admire well, and appreciate. Well, then you would just say, "I like you." <laughs> I mean, or, <laughs> but yeah, but I don't want to scare her. But usually, if they, <laughs> too late, <laughs> especially when you find out. <laughs> that was good. No. <laughs> So I'm, gonna, I'm a fan, right? I'm a fan. <laughs> but, Go ahead, but I think as business owners, what we're trying to do is build up our fan base. I mean, yes. you can call them whatever you want, but that's what we're looking to do. And I find that content is interesting in that it's a great way to stay top of mind and be able to reach a lot of people at once. I mean, there's only so many emails or phone calls you can make in a day, but that you know, Instagram post that or Facebook post that may touch someone, you don't even know what the ripple effect of That's that can be. Yeah. And so I think that as business owners, we have so many different ways to kind of build out our fan base. There's, yeah. the, you know, the marathon networking. There's the, the marathon of so building up a social media following. But in the meantime, the content is how you kind of can have those little touch points along the way and deliver extra value, not necessarily on a one-to-one -one basis, but... Yeah on a larger scale and if you have you know your ideal client avatar or whatever you're you're talking to then you're speaking to them every single time and you might not think see some of the uh some of the toughness in being a content creator and on social and a business person who's marketing and promoting your stuff which i think is is the end result of social um you might not know like we've touched upon who it's affecting and really how it's affecting um i I, I and and that could be so so difficult to continue to do and do and do when you don't think you see or feel the return. Right. But you have to find a way to trust and believe. For quick example, I posted something I think last week, just like you know one of my normal random posts, and somebody I I don't know um, took that from Facebook, and that's the only place I I posted it. She she took it and referenced it on Instagram, tagged me and said, oh my God, I needed to hear this. And I was like, I don't even know who you are. I've never seen you before wow. in my life. But, but now it went from there to here. And like, if she didn't do that, or she didn't think that, or she didn't tag me, I wouldn't have known. Right. So you have to just trust and find and- perfect, I like that. Perfect yeah. example of going back to the whole life and death thing. And, and not to be morbid, but this 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 does happen. No, but it has to be said. This happens. Um, you have no idea who that person is. Maybe she was going to do something to herself that day. Maybe something was going to happen where she was going to do something to someone else. And you changed the trajectory of that decision because you inspired her. Like So what I'm saying is, yes, what we're doing seems minuscule, but you never know what we the ripple effect seems to be. The, that's going to be the name of this show, Jake is the ripple effect of what you put out there, what you're doing in life, through life and business. Um, you affect and you inspire and you, 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 you have, you, you have weight is what I'm saying. You, you have gravity. Yeah, I think there's definitely value to what all of what we do. We wouldn't be a business if we didn't think that there, there wasn't there was value. value. But going yeah. back to your point, Barbara, was that we can't yes, be fell, you know, be held back by this fear of like perfectionism or whatever your like complex is <laughs> and, and feel that, you know, if I do this or I don't do this, then what the ripple effect is, just do it. Don't overthink it. Doesn't it. Have yeah, to don't, be perfect. You can't overthink it. Yeah. And so I, I, I don't want to make it seem like even though what we're doing is literally not brain surgery, there, there is an intrinsic value yeah. to the service we provide all of our clients. Absolutely. And you have to be good at it. I mean, you have to have some type of That's skill, <laughs> some <laughs> skill, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, and, and be, passionate. you know, that's why, yeah, passionate. That's why people would become your fans because they appreciate your passion and your, 
knowledge or skill, whatever it is. The coolest thing, though, about be someone becoming your fan or you becoming someone's fan is you eventually work together. You eventually figure out how to partner or be a client or, you know, it just ends up being collaboration, which is business, right? So yeah, um, I, I highly recommend, amazing. and I know you said that you, Josh said you didn't know or aware of Barbara's content is because she doesn't put content out there. None of it. No so we may have to Except inspire her. Except for when Eric forces her. me to. We have to inspire her. Part of that I helped you with was getting in front of the mic at yeah. SJ Rhea at our, You're at our networking. You're great. And I saw that in it's her when, when she was on my show. Anxiety. I so so That's okay. So here's the thing. She wouldn't <laughs> she said hidden anxiety. I'm thinking I never I don't know. Well the thing is <laughs> I've known show. I've known her for I don't know, like a anxiety. year, a little over a year. No, it's been like two now, I hey, think. Okay. Right? So the only reason is because she said yes to being on my show. And she was on the show. I know it was uncomfortable, right? But you pushed yourself to get out of bed that day, to to get dressed, to drive to some stranger's house. Because at this time yeah, I didn't have true. I didn't have this studio. No, no, yeah. That's true. Right? That she came to my house and then and then we did the show in my office, and you know it. You wouldn't be here right now. You wouldn't be pushing yourself. You wouldn't be doing all these things. We wouldn't That's have true. a business relationship. So it's just leveling up because as the people around you, you'll notice we're all leveling up. And and, and if you don't level up with your tribe, you're gonna get left behind, and you're you're gonna have your level hanging out with you. And then you, who knows, maybe you're the top dog in that little pond, but then eventually, you know, so I'm always trying to strive to like, who's next, who's next. My five is always rotating and rotating and rotating. I, I love how you spoke about, um, your fans will become your partners and collaborators. Mm -hmm. It's, it's so true. They're like the people you quote unquote, look up to, which you don't have to look up to anybody. Everybody's on the same playing field, right? But they do and can and will become your, your partners in crime and your collaborators before too long. Yeah. I mean, even if they're levels above you, what's great about that, that relationship is they, you feel great because you're in their circle, you're learning a ton, you're, you're being inspired by them and everything they do. They are also feeling wonderful because they're helping you. Yes. They're pulling you up. Mm -hmm. They're being a mentor being a to you. Yes. So yeah. they get gratification, they get fulfilled out of that. So it's all a win-win. I posted something about this the other day where it was like, you know, find inspiration, find motivation, find that someone oh, that yeah. will do that. At six in the morning At when you were going, the to, morning the when I was going right. to the gym. Yeah, yeah, because it's like you need, well, we all need accountability, right? We can hold ourselves accountable yes. up until a certain point. But yeah, if you have someone in your corner, that's like, right? Telling you, hey, get your ass out of bed or- Be here do on that, time. Be here on time. <laughs> <laughs> or, it's funny, I, I stress out when I'm getting here 20 minutes late and I'm like, my tribe here is gonna tease me, <laughs> this passive aggressive, um, Necessary. But anyway, yeah. I get stressed out. I'm like, wait a minute. I think I own the company. Why is everybody yelling at me? I thought I was the boss. But um, yeah, it's fun though. It's good because you need that in life. It's accountability, exactly. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're all each other's accountability coaches. I just saw your friend Tom Hip Home walk through. I was going to say, Tom emailed me earlier. He's like, I may be seeing you uh -oh. later in Trenton. Uh-oh. Keep that door closed. No, it's, yeah. we got to open it up if he knocks, Jake. Um, I don't even think the on-air light's on. Oh no, yeah, and it's not. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Maybe Jake, you could turn the on-air light and turn the open the door. We actually do have an extra mic, but the other thing you said too is 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 it life or death, or if someone mm. might do something or to someone. But the other thing is they might do nothing. Mm, 
I like and that. sometimes they'll do something because of what you what your input is on, on social media. Yes. That's just so just going from nothing to something. Right. And taking some step, some action, right. some making a phone call, sending an email it might prompt them. Right. And you know what's what's really difficult about being a social media content creator is consistency, right? Josh, would you agree it's hard to put it out there all the time, all the time, all the time until it becomes a habit? That's the hardest part. It is. Yes, there is. Yes, of course. That's that's certainly a challenge. Uh, you have to know why you're why you're showing up, what your message is. Uh, for me, I've gotten over the past year and a half crystal clear and continue to do of what my message is, what I'm putting out there. So now every day, and I think we can all find something to suit your message throughout your day, as long as you are conscious that, okay, I'm going to see what ties into this and then just attach a meaning to whatever's going on then. If you're at the supermarket, maybe there's something relevant there that connects to your, as long as you're just willing to have it permeate and marinate, something could, and then just, just share it in relation. That's why, um, yeah, I mean, I, I love to share exciting photos and successes and wins, but I try not to just put them out and like, hey, look what I did, or look what I just ran into. I, I, I like to tie it into my bigger message and what it really means and what it's about. And um, yeah. Yeah, so what, what you're saying, Lisa, I agree with 100% what Josh is saying too, because <clears throat> what as, as we create content, you know, ab absolutely. You have to have some reason behind why you're doing it. You're not just posting, you know, your food. I mean, remember when that was a big thing? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, what you're eating. Um, but it, think about the people that are relying on the content um, to motivate them. So, mm. so yes, taking action is great when you see a post. But there's, I'd say, 99% of people need to hear things over and over and over until right. they take action. So it might not just be you and your content, but it might be 10 other people that are saying similar things to what you're saying, but you might be that last person that inspired them because they've been hearing it for weeks and months and years. You know what? Finally, yes, I'm going to make a move. I'm going to do what I'm thinking I'm supposed to do. And, yeah. you know, and, 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 and we have to also think that that's why we're here, right? We're here to change. We're here to, to inspire and we're here to add value to people's lives, whether it's through friendships or business or creating content, there's a greater purpose. Right? It's also leading by example, right? Yeah. Just the fact of doing it. Uh, the hidden entrepreneur was because I spent all these years hiding and not taking action, using fear as the excuse. Now, by creating the content deliberately and consistently, I'm proving to myself and showing, hey, look what I'm doing. I'm just putting myself out there yeah. Yeah. over and over and over again. And you can too. Yeah. Love it. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 good. I love I love how you condensed your message into you could that's your it's almost like your elevator speech, right? You know that yeah. inside and out. Yeah, and it's because well, he knows his story. You know your yeah, and yeah. you've embraced you embrace it, and it's it's not, I don't think of the story every time I talk to you, but like when you know if you if your post comes up, if it's something about your show, you automatically understand what your initial message is, why why you're there. Thank you. And that's, yeah. that's, I think brand. that's, yeah, yeah, I think it's really cool. Mm, Thank you. That's a good message there is, um, you know, if, if you're creating a brand or anything out there, is, uh, you know, 
putting content out there, be consistent with your message. Because if you're you're out there and you're saying, I do this, I do that, mm. you know, uh, I, I cook, you know, bake cookies. Um, and then also I, um, yeah, I could do know, anything. I, yeah. Yeah. I also fly planes and I also, <laughs> right, yeah. Right, like right, if you're right. all over the place, too, people are going to I'm a great knitter too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, you can do all those things, but you don't necessarily have to post all those things over and over and over. Um, I, th but yeah, what you do is, is, is a perfect example of how to do it correctly or how to do it in a way that works because it's working for you. Um, but figuring out what your story is, figuring out if, if, if that's your personal or if it's your business, people want to understand quickly so that they can make a decision whether they want you in their life or not. You know? mm. So um, I guess yeah. this is about, our, we're getting there. That was, that was, yeah, that's, that well, was deep. I like that, that what? people decide whether they want you in, yeah. your, in your life or not. What yeah. if, you know, that's huge. It's yeah, a, and sometimes they're sometimes they're doing it based on what they see, and they don't know you. That's that's yeah. Wow. And it's and it's also people that are in your circle, so you have to be very cautious uh, conscious of somebody's at the who's door. <laughs> who's in your circle because people will associate you with them, right? So if there's so one true. bad apple in that bunch, people may hesitate to do business with you. You know, so so true. Don't give yeah. them a reason. You know, surround yourself with the right people. Oh, I love this kid. Look at Jake knows. That's the that's their cue. That's the cue. I just I just want to say I freaking love this show. <laughs> what it's turned into. I don't mean this episode. It I mean this. Is it safe right. to say this you're a, a fan? Oh. oh, even though you're on what the show. What a way to wrap that oh, up. Right. I tie it in a bow. Let's no, go around. Is, so Lisa yeah. Holbert, Lisa how Holbert, can people? LisaHolbert.com. Awesome. JoshCarry.com. What happened to Hello Carrie? Isn't that That's a website? Email. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Hello, Carrie. <laughs> Erase that from your mind. Yeah. Hello. Well, now I gotta buy it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't anybody go rush and do it first. Barbara Freund. Barbara Freund. Moptarts.com. Yes. Bonnie Gellum, GellumFirm.com. Yes, thank you for being here, Bonnie. We truly appreciate fun, your Bonnie. presence. This is yes. a lot of fun. My pleasure. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. And thank this guy. Why, thank you. No, oh, I meant, the, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, the guy behind us. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> But oh yes, God. I, well, That's obviously, awesome. thank you. Thank you too, Eric. Awesome. I'm sorry. I was, in all fairness, I was <laughs> pointing you. to his elbow. You're lucky I got some sleep or I'd be upset right now. <laughs> You're like, oh, thank you. I need washed. <laughs> but yeah, look no, for us. That? Look for us. That's Jake right there. We uh, Thank you, Jacob. Uh, Incredible. He's awesome. And uh, yeah, that's it for us. Look for us on airbrands.com. Look for us at podmax.co. Be a part of the family. Be a part of the fun. And we'll talk to you in the next episode. Have a good week. Oh, bye. bye. Hello, this is Josh McCowan, CEO of Viva May Hospitality and the beautiful Renault Resort Winery. I have to tell you, the secret's out. And the secret is On Air Brands. On Air Brands Creative Agency, which specializes in launching podcasts, transforming live events into live streaming events, and social media marketing soup to nuts. On Air Brands has changed the game. There'll never be a day from here forward when you and I and our companies don't need to be on the air. Every brand needs to be on the air, but so few know that. 
So it's great to work with a group that are ahead of the curve and to find a company that has been built on the core foundation of the future of marketing. If you're ready to broadcast your brand like they've done for my brands, take the next step and make a change that can transform your business. Reach out to On Air Brands today. That's onairbrands.com. Yes, onairbrands.com.